Hello, creeps and ghouls. You're listening to Martell's Movie Madness with your host, Ryan Martell and Cagney Larkin. So grab your popcorn and try to survive the movie madness. <laughs> Martell's Movie Madness, the movie podcast with all the madness. I'm your host, Ryan Martell, and this is... Me, the other guy, Cagney Larkin. Him, the other guy, Cagney Larkin. me. Um, Are you guys doing spooky shit yet? It's like the second week of October. We're two... Well, the first full week... We're, we're one full weekend. You guys need to be out the doing... The first was on a Friday, but... Spooky stuff. I hope everybody's doing something spooky and being safe and uh and uh staying protected from that old COVID nineteen. Uh there's uh there's some stuff going on in Charlotte. Last week the uh, Airsley Grand Cinema had uh Jaws and the Lost Boys. If you're mm-hmm. listening on Patreon you still got time to go make that. Uh this week they're gonna have Halloween one and two. So, and that starts today if you're listening uh, live or or on the day of this dropping. And then uh, our movie is screening at Charlotte Film Festival. That's true. Some point, uh, we're thinking maybe Thursday the fourteenth. Thursday the fourteenth, maybe that's not. The, uh, maybe the maybe, but thinking. maybe not. But we don't know. Probably yet. That's, that's up in the air. Probably going to be on the fourteenth of October. Hopefully, so come out uh, Thursday night, watch our movie on the big screen with us and uh, some other people. It's going to be a fun time. Yes, sir. And then also we got a couple of things coming up from uh, Cinnabar in Charlotte. I, I don't really. It's my first year plugging there. Cinnabar. Uh, the fifteenth. Every Friday they're going to have a different uh, a different retro horror movie. Just like Ersley has theirs for a week, but these are these are one time only screenings. Uh, Devil Times Five is going to be on the eighth of October, and then Carnival Souls is going to be on the fifteenth. Driller Killer, which I'm actually really looking forward to going and seeing, is going to be on the twenty second, and then Night of the Living Dead is going to be the Friday right before Halloween, and I might go to see that one too. I've always kind of wanted to see that on the big screen. Uh, how do you feel about that? You you've, you've seen it on the big screen, maybe. Night of the Living Dead? Yeah. Yeah, I, sc- I screened it when screened I was in the theater. Screened it at the theater. Because yeah, it's mm-hmm. a uh, public domain film. For sure, so for sure. you can't advertise it. You know, have like 50 people come. You know so what is fun. public domain that I didn't realize was public domain? What's that? Suspiria. The original? Uh, yeah, apparently, apparently the rights to screen it are in public domain. But there are... The, the, but there's a... Well... I guess the whole thing's in public domain because after it's in public domain, it can't be yeah. bought again, right? Uh, I'm not sure. 
I think. You, uh, but there's maybe like a. You can. I know there's a bunch of different Blu-rays of it, like different versions. Yeah. So like, I'm guessing maybe once it's up for grabs, anybody can just do what right, they want yeah. to with it. Um. But yeah, it was pretty cool to find that out. And uh, there's a lot of, a lot of horror movies in the public domain, from, especially from like this this 30s. Oh yeah. And 60s, it's and then to the, the 70s even. It's insane how these things kind of just slip through people's hands. Um, but yeah, that's we got spooky shit going on. We're watching Halloween movies. We did. We've done one through four so far. They know the drill. They know this what's is up. this is the episode where we get fucking weird. Ugh. We get fucking weird. Yeah, awful. Cagney, <laughs> you, you uh, well, before we get into Halloween, what you been watching, buddy? Um, been tuning in to Evil. Evil on Plus. The newest season is about to end. Uh, the show is. Just gotten better and better every week, man. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's a, uh, I've talked about it on here before, but it's procedural. And it's super fun. Uh, the one of the newest episodes, the opening to it was a like a music video they made for an existing song, that's lyrics like very strangely matched yeah. up with what was going on in that's the show. Cool. All the way to like. The, one of the main characters drilling someone in the head. There's a Word. lyric about that in the song. That's and, pretty like, crazy. It happened in the show. I was like, oh, what the fuck? And I looked up. What it was kind a of real song. song. Was it? Like a kind of a happy-ish song. Yeah, but, but I mean, what like, kind of what, but like, with lyrics? I don't know. Shoegaze folk rock. Shoegaze folk rock. That doesn't even sound like oh, a real yeah. thing. I don't have to show it. <clears you. throat> okay. <laughs> you don't uh, have to, but no, if you want no, to, post, I'll check it out. Post rock. Post rock, post rock. Yeah, that's when the people are all working at the. They work at the post office, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's post office rock. Post um, office rock, bruh. That uh, watch this movie I've never seen before called Wes Craven's Day. Oh, Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever watched it before. It, was, it wasn't terrible. Yeah. It, it was actually kind of cool, but it's not anything I'm going to be like. Is this an older? Is this like a, a early Craven or like mid '90s, early 2000s? Maybe? Okay, I think it's like 2004, maybe. Okay, so maybe um, it was pre-Scream, but like post Nightmare. Yeah, it's like Wes Craven presents. Like he yeah. produced oh, it. And that's okay. it. Yeah, he presented and, uh, it. But that's the full title: Wes Craven presents. Okay, Day. okay. And it's about these like kids that got marked by like these creatures and they're younger and the creatures coming back when they get older Ooh, to take the kids back spooky. yeah yeah and uh it's a pretty interesting film well nice it. uh kind of in the vein of like you know darkness falls or some of those when darkness falls time. um other than that you know slim watchings you know, watching my comfort shows yeah. as always got those on uh, new, new movies Ooh, uh, yeah what about you, Ryan? What you been feasting your eyes upon? Well, we talked last week about how I finished Star Trek, and I've been I'm, I'm up to date with all my shows I've been watching. Uh, but I do got some movies that I watched this week. I watched a movie called Hashtag Like. Hashtag Like what? Uh, it's just Hashtag Like. And uh, <laughs> this is a revenge movie. Not a rape revenge movie, which is what I'm... Uh, when I usually when I watch a revenge movie, it is a rape revenge movie. Uh, but this one, a lot of them. this one's more of a. Uh, I mean, it does have a. Uh, 
exploitation of a minor uh, that happens. Well, not it, it doesn't. Not they don't show it, but it's implied. Yikes. You know that that happened. And well, okay. What what the basic premise of the movie is? This, this teenage girl, whose little her little sister committed suicide after being cyber bullied after her uh, a nude picture of her leaked. That she okay. was kind of. That she was goaded into sending to an adult human being, I'm assuming. And, uh, so this teenager decides she's gonna do her fucking... Nobody's nobody's looking for the killer, or the, the guy who did this. So, she's gonna look for him herself. She's gonna find this person who's harassed and mm-hmm. ruined her sister's life and made her sister kill herself. Um, and... Yeah, she she gets really off her uh she gets off the wheels with this uh revenge plot. She kind of haphazardly does her uh investigating and and gets the wrong guy. Ooh. And but this is an, it's an uh it's a it's a it's a disturbing one. It's a good one to watch if you enjoy movies with uh, people who are just deranged, right? Th- but they become that way because of a traumatic event. Like things uh, that happen. To them. Yeah, uh, this is a four out of five. It's on Shutter. I don't know if I said that before, but it is on Shutter. It's a newer movie. I don't know if it's from this year or last year, but it is definitely newer. Um, and it is. It, it the performances are fantastic. And I can I, I I want you to go check this one out. So it's a four out of five. The only thing I didn't like about it is it would have been uh, it would have been better if she had done some common sense things to make sure she had the right person. Such as actually she has his phone in her hand a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. She never actually goes through her phone to see if he's. Uh, sent any or talked to any uh, underage people to try to solicit sex from them or she doesn't check her uh, she logs into her sister's social media and then doesn't check it again after she logs into it one time and it's like well if you've got this guy locked up one surefire way he's saying he's not the guy yeah. one surefire way to know for sure is to go down go to your computer Double down on that message the guy yeah. and see if it's him because uh, if it responds then obviously it's not him but you know well, that's what movies are for man people make, yeah yeah for people to make bad decisions it's just it, that's just that that just bugs me um but yeah it's a four out of five and then i watched hobgoblins on tubi okay uh this is a fun one not a good movie by per se but it's very fun uh i enjoyed the little creature design and uh, just the over the over the top campiness of it for sure. It's a three out of five for right. me. That's on Tubi, and then last but not least, certainly uh, on Peacock, I watched The Evil of Frankenstein, which is a hammer horror film. So you know it's gothic. It's mm-hmm. you know shitty rip off Frankenstein looking guy. <laughs> he, he doesn't look good at all. Uh, but it's a lot of fun also. Uh, a little bit weird. I enjoyed it though. Uh, it's a three out of five for me, also. And yep. that's all I got. That's all I watched this week. Uh, we watched. We watched Halloween. 
five and six. Halloween freaking five. Are man. you guys ready for this? Uh, I was not ready for this. I, Cagney was definitely not ready for this. This is where not we start getting into the uncharted territory right. for Cagney. Four, four was good, man. Um, yeah, four was, four was great. But we're not here to talk about four. We're here to talk about the follow-up, uh, five, five, which does have one cool thing going for it from the get-go, which is a recurring cast Yeah, from three. And so that was, I, I think it. I think cool. this. I think this movie has that, and it, it has the overall vibe of Halloween still going on. Um, it feels like four and five are like one and two, mm-hmm. whereas one is based. One is where we get more of Michael hunting and killing, and then two is we get uh, him trying to just kind of finish things out, and we flesh out a little bit more of his backstory. And I think that happens here in 4 and 5 also, where we get more of the killing going on in 4 and the stalking. And then in 5 we have more um, trying to expand on the mythology right, of Michael yeah. Myers. Uh, which we get one of the coolest kills of the well, franchise five, in 5. 5 doesn't really explore the mythology at all no, it no, kind of presents it yeah, it some just, stuff but doesn't explain it yeah it just, it just starts throwing <laughs> shit out there to, yeah. be, to be explained like, we start yeah. out with michael riding down the fucking river bend on, <laughs> on his back yeah. floating down the water like, okay that's how they explain him living is that he escaped yeah. from where they threw so, the dynamite down the well yeah apparently this dude uh floated down the river to some like outdoorsy guy who, uh, oh, just call him what he is. He's a survivalist. A survivalist. And uh, I don't know the proper adjective Spoiler for alert, he does not survive. He doesn't because uh, <laughs> he, he lets Michael Myers sleep at his house for He's a fucking a year. He's a shitty survivalist because <laughs> he lives in a little hut. And that's what, he wakes up on Halloween the next year, Halloween Eve. How do you not know that that's Michael Myers in Haddonfield? Like, right. You've got to know, everybody knows everything about Haddonfield. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense, but it's not. I guess it's not. Doesn't have to make sense. So, some things don't in this universe, I guess. But a, a year <laughs> later, we we wake up Michael Myers because of Jamie Lloyd having a little fit. She's having mm. a little bit of a fit. A little bit of fit. Su- she can barely talk. She doesn't talk anymore. <laughs> which I guess is a like response. A, like a, it's like a physical response to her trauma from four. Right. Where she's just kind of. Her vocal cords are like just like fuck this. We're not working anymore. She's in like a children's clinic now. Yeah, like a little like hospital school right situation where she's being kept to be monitored and looked after. And because uh, we found out she didn't kill her mom, she just stabbed her. Uh, she just stabbed her a couple times. It's all right. It's all good. Uh, Loomis is back. Yeah, boy, he's crazier than ever. Yeah, burn up as fuck. Still, still that crazy burn up face. Um, just getting wild in this movie. He's just getting buck fucking wild. Uh, he's yelling and like shaking people and like hell of a performance from Donald Pleasance. Honestly, like he just does that crazy, been through it all, science, uh, psychologist guy right. so fucking well. I will say, you know, as wacky as these sequels are, at least we have that character still. Yeah, he ties the whole thing together. Um, and it's so good, and and he's good, and then we get these fucking. The rest of this movie is pretty silly. 
A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, this is the this is probably without a doubt the silliest in the franchise, and that's because it comes out at a time where horror was silly. There wasn't a lot of really serious horror movies coming out. There was more. It's eighty nine. This was our camp. This was our our prime camp area. Yeah, you know, people were kind of uh, poking fun at horror. You know what I mean? Because the budgets were getting smaller, because they were cranking out stuff for video stores, mm-hmm. and uh, Halloween kept us uh, kept us with the tradition. It gave us a little bit of Halloween, but it gave us more camp than any of the other Halloweens for sure. Uh, we got two cops that whenever they show up, there's like clown noises going it's on. Fucking awful. Um, <laughs> it feels so out of place. Yeah, our, our returning it's like Looney Tunes noises. Uh, what's the what's up. what's Jamie's sister's name? Jamie's uh, the sister. Yeah. yeah, Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, that's it. Rachel gets killed off relatively early in the movie. Yeah, it brought uh, her back just to kill her off, and now she has like no clothes on <laughs> yeah well she's got she's a shirt on she's she's a shirt she was getting ready, i mean she was showering and then she got killed when she was getting dressed so like she feels that role. it makes sense it makes sense and then the rest of the movie we pretty much follow her friend that we've got barely any kind of uh connection to at all and tina yeah tina and jamie we're starting to see that Jamie has this weird, like, ESP with Michael in this movie. Yeah, like, apparently Michael awoke on the Halloween Eve because of her. Because yeah. Because of some movement? I don't know. Yeah, it's a little insane, but you gotta, yeah, you kind of just roll with it. Psychological connection somehow. That's the whole thing. You just gotta, with these movies, you just gotta kind of roll with it. Oof. But it and this like one gives you a lot to roll well. with. No, no, not at all. Um... But we do get one of the best kills in the franchise here, in, in part five, with the uh, with the, the thingy mabob, the, the uh, what's it called? The hoe thingy? Yeah, the little mini hoe. Little hoe, little rake. A little hoe. Um, Set that meat head in the head. Little hoe to the face. And then uh, we get Michael Myers with a scythe. Yeah. Film, you know, that's pretty cool. Pitchfork. We get, we get some cool kills here, yeah, for sure. Interesting kills, some cool weapons. Uh... But it doesn't just it doesn't yeah like, it just feels so far removed from four and like four doesn't live up to the quality of good, four and this just feels like a terrible follow up. We get the really introduction does. of the man in black here, which makes which no is sense not explained at, at all. all. It's uh, just like what the fuck was that? He breaks Michael out of jail at the end. Spoiler alert! If you haven't seen this one, then I'd goddamn, what the fuck is wrong with your brain? Gun. Um. And what else can we say about five? Like it's literally just that that it introduces yeah. a bunch of shit that doesn't get resolved until yeah. the next movie. They definitely, I think they definitely knew they were gonna be making another. That didn't movie. come out until six years later. It didn't the the sequel. Yeah. Oh well, fuck. They had no clue. They were just yeah, fucking completely different writers. They were just throwing shit at the wall to see if it would stick. Yeah, completely different writer for and, uh, Michael Myers. Um, six years later. I guess the people that did five, who who were the writers here, uh, they came in and they wrote these new plot lines, didn't explain them, and left it all dangling in the air for them to keep it continuing in The Curse of Michael Myers. And uh, yeah. somebody, uh, a guy named Daniel Farrens, attempted 
to explain yeah. the man in black. I'm I guarantee that if the if here. the Weinstein's hadn't bought the Halloween franchise, that sequel would have never been made. There would have never been any explanation for yeah. for the uh but they knew that they had a money property there that they could make a movie and it would sell tickets just because of the name. So then they right. fucking made this part six. They made part six and oh god. Which we watched the uh, producer's cut. Yes, we did. We watched the producer's cut. Arguably uh, the better version of the movie in general, just generally speaking. But uh, a little bit more slow, I feel like. Well, this movie the just throws the Halloween concept out the fucking window. Like, this movie does not try to be Halloween. No, it doesn't try to be Halloween 1 or even 4. Or any of it. <laughs> it doesn't have... It lacks a lot of the... Humor. It doesn't have the suspense. It doesn't have the suspense. It's more straightforward. The theatrical cut. They very very flashy. Yeah. Watch the cut comparison video. They they expand on the man in black's significance, and they add this whole cult of Thorn to the mix, where apparently Michael is under the influence of like a... Yeah, a rune. A rune. Whatever the fuck that is. Which is uh, explaining the tattoo from the last film. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? We got Paul Rudd playing Tommy Doyle, which I don't think that fucking... feature film. I don't think that timeline adds up with him being that young uh, however many years later. Um... But it could. I don't know. He, he's he's relatively young, but oh, still, no. we're looking at it being yeah, like uh, fifteen years later plus. Yeah, so I guess he would be that young. Um, our main characters are related to Laurie Strode's adoptive family, so we got some Strodes going on here. We got Strode cousins. What's you, up? Quentin Tarantino originally wrote a script for this movie? No, I did not know that. Tarantino's script involved Michael Myers and the Man in Black fleeing Haddonfield together and going on a road trip down Route 66 while murdering people, but he was never officially hired. You know what? That probably would have been fucking terrible. <laughs> uh, honestly, it would have been a good movie, but not a Halloween movie. And not it a was going to have movie. Scott Spiegel, the director from Evil Dead 2, attached. Okay, maybe it would have been good. Yeah, and I don't know. It would have been the writer. I don't know. This would have been a whole different. That would have been a whole different direction for uh, Michael Myers for sure. Well, he was pitching that at the same time he was pitching Natural Born Killers. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was wanting to do that murderous road trip film, and uh, he almost he hit did. With Michael he Myers. got it, but he just didn't know Michael Myers. Not Michael Myers, Mickey and Mallory, uh, which is cool. Uh, John Carpenter almost sent this movie to space. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. Michael almost what? went space. <laughs> Danny McBride, uh, J- David, Danny fucking D- David Gordon Green, the Halloween, whatever the fuck your name is, space. <laughs> put Halloween in fucking space or you're fucking fired. I'm going to fucking, I'll hunt you down and I'll do absolutely nothing because I'm not going to kill anybody ever fucking. Right. That's stupid. <laughs> that would be dumb as hell. Um, yeah, I know. I've been. You can quote me on the podcast saying a bunch of episodes back that uh, I think it was a long time ago we had this conversation. But I remember saying uh, 
You're not a real franchise if you haven't gone to space. (laughs) So, Halloween, I'm sorry. You haven't quite made it there yet. Looking at you too, Freddy. Freddy never went to space either. Waiting on you guys to make it up there. Scream. Uh, Leprechaun beat you there. Scream didn't go to space, but Stab did. Stab went to space. So, I guess that counts. counts. Yeah, that counts. Um... Texas Chainsaw, you gotta go to space, you guys. Get, we need Leatherface in space. Oh, Leatherface in space. I love it. <laughs> in 3D. I fucking IMAX. Awesome. Um, so we, we had... I, I, I guess, I don't know if it exists in the actual continuity of this Thorn storyline, but in the producer's Maybe. cut, we have... An incest scene between Michael oh, Myers yeah, yeah. and Jamie. I don't think he, it's ever expressed it's in like the forced. theatrical version. It, yeah, I think it it's, is, actually. It's not. It's not. They don't go there in the theatrical. No. In the theatrical, the, it's, they show like, these yeah. test tube babies. And this one, Michael Myers fucking impregnates his niece and uh, gives her a child. Very uncomfortable viewing. Very... Uh, Nasty feeling. <laughs> don't don't even know why they this would is write that. okay. So this is this is how you become your own grandpa. Shit like this, like, <laughs> <laughs> and we don't want that. No, we you don't, don't want to be your own grandpa. I don't want to watch it. I mean, I maybe you do. Married. I'm not gonna judge you if you do, but uh, I am kind of judging you still. Uh, the producer's cut of this film. Uh, toned down a lot of the deaths and took a lot of them out too. Yeah, which is weird. Well, uh, they yeah. want it to akin back to the original Halloween where yeah. it wasn't like it's gory and stuff That's, like that. That doesn't make it as weird, but it's still weird to me that a <laughs> but it's still weird that the to cut me. that came out was the gorier version. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which the producer's version came out on like DVD and everything, but like the theatrical version is the gorier cut, which is funny. It's so weird. Because usually it's the other way around. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this movie, Ryan? What do I think about this I movie? Thought, I don't like either. It's boring. I'll go ahead and say that. I don't like either I like, okay, movies. I'm going to get five I like because it still has that fun vibe to it to me. To where I can have fun and watch it. The f- six is just fucking boring. Like, it has its moments where it's entertaining. But for the most part, it's not fucking good. And Paul Rudd, God bless him, he's he's not a bad actor, but here, he's not doing his best. No, but not I will say all. that he is entertaining when he's on screen. I'll give <clears> him that. I do like, uh, I do like that Loomis is kind of back to being grounded in this one. He's not quite well, he's like as... super old. Yeah, he's not quite as over the top. He's he kind of mellowed out in his old anymore. age. He's got plastic surgery. Yeah, he's probably probably had a lot of therapy since uh, the last time he saw Michael. And uh, I do I do want to say that I kind of like... Um, I don't know. I don't know. This movie just is... Uh, it's an anomaly mixed up with an enigma and like... Wrapped up in a secret or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's not, um, worth not worth it because uh, this is it for this storyline, buddy. Buddy. They, uh, they cut it out after this. Yeah. And then uh, the next one, H2O, is a direct sequel to so Halloween 2. Yeah, so, so we, got us, we got a little retcon. Our we first got the, away from it. Our first official retcon in the Halloween timeline. Uh, I can tell you right now, Ryan, I'll probably never watch 
Halloween five or six again. Yeah, I'll I'll life. watch five again before I watch six again. I will probably for never sure. watch either of them. Um, the last time I watched five, I think was when Joe Bob did the Halloween Hootenanny, and they showed yeah the Halloween. He showed Halloween one, two, four, and five. Uh, that's probably the last time I watched five, and that's been a couple years now. Right. So, because it was pre-COVID, and it was uh, the last year that Airsley did retro horror because uh, they didn't do it last year because of COVID. So it was like 2019, 2000, yeah, 2019. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely seen four the most, and I'm, I'm I'll, I'll watch four again tomorrow. Uh, so five, no, not so much, but six. You know, I don't know. Five years from now, when I've forgotten how bad it is, I'll watch it again. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm gonna. Watch I'm not gonna lie. I will end up watching all these movies again at some point. Forget. Next week, we get into our first retcon, like we said, H2O, and I think Resurrections on the same timeline as H2O. Could be wrong, but I, I think it is. I don't think I'm wrong. I think I'm right. Um, and then we do, uh, we got some Rob Zombie shit going on after that. Yikes! A lot of people don't like the Rob Zombies, but I kind of feel like they get a, a little unfair flack. Just because they're different, you know? And, uh, I get it, because, you know, it's, uh, some things I don't like about Rob Zombie's Halloween. Uh, Halloween 2, his Halloween 2, I think, you know, is, uh, it's a movie. We will see. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. We're going to get there. This one's going to be short. We didn't have much to say about these two movies. Nothing wrong with that. We had a a killer episode last week. Yeah, last week was a banger. This episode sucks. This episode doesn't suck. The movies just aren't that great. Right. We got bad movies. We get, you know, less than favorable Unless they're bad in a way that it's good. We've done that before. We've had really good episodes about movies yeah. that were so bad, like, but also really we're good. We're able to trash it that bad. Just some of these movies just or suck, suck not the energy. They're, they're energy. They're good though, but they're good, but they're not good. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I so, mean, it'd be different if like the plot was stupid, but it was still like a well, <laughs> a well-made film. We know. We know. We know for sure that uh, sometime after Halloween, we're gonna do Birdemic one and two. Nice. Uh... I'm sure we're gonna. That's gonna be an example of movies that are not good that we're gonna be I'm able gonna to feed talk Ryan an edible for a good for hour that. about it. Um, Ryan's gonna eat some edibles. I don't even think if I was fucked up, I could enjoy that movie just because <laughs> it's not good. The birds oh. are fucking awful. The acting is fucking atrocious, and the story just is not there. It's not there at all. But that's neither here nor there. We're gonna get there. Eventually, you guys bear with us. 31 Days of Halloween is going on right now. Uh, what day is today? Today is day four, if you're listening on Patreon. Which means I've done four of my day of Halloween. I should have done those in the What You Watching. I forgot all about them, though. Uh-uh. Let me go ahead and run through them, run through them real quick here. Uh, in case you're not watching the YouTube videos, which you should be. So go on over there if you want to see hear more about these. I do a quick little one minute video for them. Uh, day one was super hot. Gave it a three out of five. Okay. Fun little uh, vampire horror comedy. 
and uh, super hot. A little fun, a little fun, a little fun that's going on. It's got a little bit of it's a little mix of satanic panic and fanboys, I think. And uh, day two is ten thirty one part two, three point five out of five. It's a fun little anthology. If you've seen the first one, you kind of know what to expect. This one is a lot better than the first one, though. Uh, my favorite segments on it were Overkill uh, and Apache Hatchet Massacre 2. So go on and check those out. We'll what check was that, that out. Uh, 1031 Part 2. Okay, have you seen the first yeah. one? I have. How was that? Yeah, it's fun. It is? Okay. It's fun, but it's not quite as good as the second one. Uh, day 3 was Jack Ketchum's The Lost. This is a real cool thriller based... Loosely based on the real-life serial killer Charles Schmid, a.k.a. the Pied Piper of Tucson. Uh, this one's got great pacing, and it has a really good third act. Super good. And then day four, today, I watched The Raven from the 1935. Raven. Oh, not, a, with John, not with John Cusack. No, not the John Cusack one. This one's a 3.5 out of 5 also. And this is Bela Lugosi and Boris Karloff in the same movie. What more could a classic horror fan really want? Very true. You know? And those are my catch-ups for the 31 Days of Halloween Those are my catch-ups, but not my mustard. And uh, next week I'll have a few more. And then, you know, before long we'll have all 31 days. That's a whole last month, bro. A whole last month, if you will. So, I guess we've got everything covered here. Yep, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, us not liking Halloween 5 or 6 very much. Well, I, I, I like 5, but not quite much. as much as... Uh, five, five the previous kinda, kinda four movies kind of rough um, so yeah thank you guys for listening and uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Martell's Movie Madness uh, Madness on Twitter at Movie Madness 69 Movie Madness 69 nice. and uh, f- get up on that Patreon bras. get on there it's uh, patreon.com slash Martell's Movie Madness capitalize the first in buddy Join us for a dollar, get early access to ad-free episodes of the podcast, and uh, up to a week early access to YouTube videos. <laughs> wow, that sounds super awesome. Cagney, let them know where they can find you. You can find me on the internet at Cagney Larkin. Anywhere. Just look that up. Just fucking type his name in. He's the only Cagney Larkin I know. The only Cagney Larkin that exists, Bo. And on that note, I guess we're going to wrap her on up. <laughs> Make sure so you do that. let's watch some fucking movies. Uh... Looks like you survived the movie madness. Congratulations! Come back next week for more chills, thrills, and spine-tingling tales of terror and movies. Because that's what makes the world go round.